Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Southern Area High School All In Podcast. We got episode nine coming at you here today. Uh, a very special guest, a sophomore field hockey player, Ange Borisal. Uh, welcome to the show, Ange. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're very excited to have you here today. And uh, just a quick, quick shout out to our listeners. Thank you guys very much for, for tuning in and listening and, and hearing our stories of our student athletes here at Southern Area High School. Uh, it's been, we've gotten great feedback, so we appreciate the feedback. And um, this, this episode's no different than the ones we've had before. Uh, Ange has a story, and we want our student athletes to learn from Ange's story. Um, Ange, you've had a lot of success uh, very quickly here at Southern Area High School. As a freshman, you started as a freshman on our field hockey team on one of the best teams we've had in the history of the school. And then you just got done your sophomore year um, on another uh, playoff team, a very good team, uh, where you were named first team all-conference uh, in, in Suburban One, which is a good field hockey conference. Um, what do you attribute some of your, your early success to like coming in when you were coming in as an eighth grader, did you know that you were going to start as a freshman or was it something that like you thought you needed to earn or you thought like you needed to out, outplay people? What were your thoughts coming in as a, as a freshman? Yeah. So, um, coming into ninth grade, I was just like, I had a general understanding. Like I knew they were watching me and I knew that I had to outwork some people to get a spot on the team not just beyond varsity, like being on varsity can mean you're still like not like subbing out like quite a few times during the game. But like in order to get a starting spot, you have to outwork people and put in that extra effort. Yeah. And I think when people look at you uh, in, in when you're practicing, um, that's the first thing that comes to mind is you work. You know, yes. your sister was yeah. like that. Um, you know, Juliana, who, who graduated a couple of years ago, who's now a junior at Kutztown, right? Yes. Um, you guys are just workers. That's how you approach the game. Uh, that's how you approach uh, yourself as a teammate, as a student. Um, so I think that work piece has been concurrent throughout your two years here at Southern Area High School. And we've been lucky as an athletic department to watch you play and what you've done for our team has been incredible. Um, when you look back on this year, um, you know, the team had, had some good success. It was a little funky year for those that are listeners. If you're tuning in uh, current time, obviously we're, we're still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, but what were some of the challenges when you look back this year uh, this this uh, season with respect to like playing during a pandemic? Uh, um, so some of like the challenges were coming into the season and just getting like to the games right away. We didn't have any scrimmages to figure out the um, positioning. And that goes to like the changes of position. I played a lot of positions. Mm. So it was like a lot of different like adjusting to how people played in different like spots and like, like who's going to be where that game. And you just have to adjust based on the lineup that we're going to have for that game. Yeah, like I I mean, I watched you guys, I probably probably watched eight games this year, the home games or seven games, and I think you played a different position every single game. Yeah. Um, you've always seemed to handle it well and embrace the role. Um, how do you do that? Like, when you guys are playing North Penn, like, is it like the day before, the hour before, where Coach Cassiato says, you know, hey, Ange, we're going to put you at defense today. Like, what first comes to mind when she says, we're going to put you at defense, midfield, wherever? What, what do you kind of, how do you react and respond to that? All right, so she, like, kind of, like, talks to me possibly before, like, um, the game day or something. If it's, like, a big switch, like, if I'm going to go up, like, I did play forward a few times this year. And if it was, like, a big switch from defense to forward, she's, like, all right, we're going to put you at forward and we'll see, like, we want you to get some goals. But then, um, like, throughout the game, she might push me back. So um, that's, like, a big thing. Like, yeah. she just kind of talks to me. But occasionally it's, like, right before the game happens, she's, like, oh, you're actually playing mid. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And like, you just have to put everything out there. Like, this is like, this is what it is. Like, yeah. you can't change it now. You can't change what she's like 
putting what position she puts you at. So you have to just go like go all in, put like all your effort out on the field right then. Gotcha. I like your inclusion of the all in podcast. I appreciate that. Um, so, uh, you know, you're, you're someone that has embraced the role. So is it something where like, obviously your mother coached you growing up and things like that. She, she's been a big part of uh, you learning the game. Yes. Um, if people talk about you, they talk about, obviously you're a hard worker and you're a skill player, but they also talk about team first, like that you care about the team. Um, how do you, do you, have you talked to other players on the team about putting the team first? Like you have a leadership role in the team, uh, whether you like it or not, as, as one of the best players on the team and as a sophomore, how do you see yourself as a leader on the team? And in that leadership role, how do you think you inspire others to embrace their role? So I consider myself a selfless or a self, yeah, selfless player. And because I pass a ton, I don't really um, like taking the shots as Mm -hmm. much, but we need a few of those people. And I know Lauren Kennett does like, she goes for it. And that's not like, I like shooting and I like scoring, but um, she def- I'm definitely like more of like pass out to the side and they can have a shot and said Lauren kind of like oh I have a wide open shot I can just take it sure and um, so I definitely think of myself as a selfless pet player and um, so like I embrace that leadership role like I'm like all right we can pass to this person or this person um, while other people are like all right you got to just take the shot just take the shot like sure. you can just do it like you got it you got it or I'm like you could pass to this person that makes that play or something. So there's different like ways of like showing the leadership. And I definitely think like including the team, like in in, like as many people as you can in that play, I think that's definitely my style of leadership. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when your leadership style aligns with the way you play, it makes it more effective. So we've had plenty of leaders in all of our sports where, you know, they, their leadership style might say one thing, but they're playing a different way. I think you do a good job of embodying that. Um, I like what you're saying about, because I've seen you do this a lot um, on defense. I've seen, and I don't know what it's called, but it's like the play before the play. So, um, you know, Autumn is running up the sideline. You pass it up the sideline, but you like cup the ball and throw really high. You've talked about this before. What is that called? Yeah, so that's called an aerial. So um, it's like when you get underneath the ball and you kind of throw it really high over the other girls' heads and stuff into an open space. Um, so your teammate can receive it and play it from there. Got it. And so, like, I've seen you do that a lot. And it wasn't so much to get Autumn a goal, but it was to get Autumn to then pass it to Riley to get the goal. Um, yes. I think having that uh, forward thinking about where the ball is going to go and where the, the action is going to go, I think is important as a defensive player, but also someone that, as you alluded to, is a selfless player. Um, let's talk about uh, – because we talked about teammates before. Uh, we, we talk about teammates often in Athletic Leadership Council, but – um, playing with someone like Lauren Kennedy, you know, one of the best players in the country who's committed yes. to UVA. Um, what's it like playing alongside someone of that caliber? It's just like, it inspires me so much. She has so much skill and she's like, along with the student athlete, she's such a hard worker in school as well. Like a few times I know, like, she's like, all right, I'm going to be out like 15 minutes late to practice or whatever. Cause I have to go study with my chem teacher or like physics teacher or something. Like she's that person that puts in the extra work in school and on the field. Mm. So like no matter where she is, she puts in the hard work, no matter if it's field hockey or school. So I like, it inspires me and she's super fast and I like running, but like she is <laughs> super, super fast. Yeah, yeah. So she definitely inspires me to like keep like going outside on the weekends and running and like pushing myself to do just, just one more mile or something. And like, I'm like, just go as fast as you can this last mile and then you'll be home and stuff. 
and that just like pushes me like to work even harder and stuff and she definitely teaches me a lot too yeah that's terrific that's, the, that's what i love to hear um uh, you talk about you know pushing you to run faster i know the dreaded fitness test for field hockey is typically you guys will have a time mile yes and, and what do you have to get it under like a certain amount of minutes uh, so to make varsity you have to get it under 730 and to make jv you have to get it under eight Okay, and then you're so you're trying to keep up with Lauren that whole time. Yes. Okay. Is she coming first, and you coming second? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so you've had a lot of good games. You've had enough success to catch the eye of our league coaches, who named you first team all conference, which is a huge accomplishment as a sophomore. Um, when you look back, do you have a favorite memory uh, in in field hockey over the last two years? Um, well, my favorite is probably like winning against East. They, they're like, oh, we haven't won against East for a long time. So that was like one of the biggest things. Like, oh, uh, like we. Went out to dinner afterwards. That was your we, freshman year, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. And we also beat them again this year, but, like, last year was, like, huge because we hadn't beaten them in a while. So, we're like, wow, we beat East. And then it actually led to us being co-champions um, with the um, of the district thingy. Yeah, yeah. No, that was awesome. And it was, you know, undefeated season as well. Yes. You know, and I think it's a such a special season. Um, what do you think made that team uh, so effective? I mean, you look at uh, Anna Gwodinski and, and Lauren uh, – Courtney Kenna, um, obviously high-level players playing at Indiana and University of Pennsylvania. But was there something that separated that team from other teams you've played on before, other than just sheer talent? Um, I think we just found, like, the exact right spots for each person that, like, year. Like, this year, like, we just kept moving because we didn't have many scrimmages. But by the time we reached the East game, we found the right spots for everyone, and we were able to, like, play very well together because we did practice a few days before in those spots okay so we were able to know where like to pass and where the person will be and stuff yeah um so if that was your favorite memory do you have a best i know you don't like talking about your individual accolades or performances but if you had a uh, point towards to one of your best performances what, what would that be so i wouldn't like say i have like a typical like best performance there's like there's games you do well like you have like accurate shots or like amazing drives or like the aerials are on point and stuff like I know the Penn Ridge game it was like really rainy the one day and I couldn't do it like you the when you do a drive that the stick was slipping out of my hand okay so I was like I have to just keep doing the aerials and they weren't picking them up so I was able to keep doing them so that was like a good game for the aerials but then there's other games that you can't do the aerial because the surface isn't like good for the um to getting underneath the ball so it can't go as high sure so then you're um, driving and sweeping so like different games and different like surfaces and different weather t um, temperatures and stuff they produce like different game like overall like playing feel, feel yeah. for the ball yeah yeah it's interesting too like when we got our new turf last year or maybe it was two years ago whatever it was um, you know coach was very concerned about the length of the turf yes. you know because you get really thick turf and then yes. the turf that we had before was really slick and yes. um you know, it's something that, you know, we, we try to accommodate all the sports, but, uh, you know, you don't think of it when you're watching the game, like how yeah. those little minute details can affect your performance. It is definitely a big difference playing on our turf than, like, we went to Wissahickon, and they had super nice field hockey turf, and it was, like, really, really short, and it was such a fast-paced game compared to some of the games here. Yeah, yeah, they, and they, they're, uh, that number eight, she was a uh, extremely fast player. Yes, I don't know yes. her name, but she was a very good player. Um, what about your worst performance? Uh, is there a game that sticks out in mind that you, you just did not play well? Well, there's like games that you don't play well, but as like a whole, sometimes you don't play well, which like pr like produces your like worst game. Sure. So as soon as like people aren't making like accurate passes 
then you might feel like that's the worst performance. But overall, it's like just the team's not playing well together and we're not make, we're not in the right spots maybe and we're just not making like the right passes, the right um, cuts and stuff and yeah. like where to run for the ball. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I think it's so important when you talk about those spots and those cuts, like just overall actions that yes. produce effective yeah. field yeah. hockey is so important. Um, and when I hear those things, I just I relate it to other sports like basketball or football, whatever it might be. Like these are our consistent actions that we want to do in order to create a result. Um, what about the mental side of sports? So if you're preparing uh, to play against CB East, is there something you're doing on the bus ride there? Is there something you're doing in the locker room? Is there something you're doing during warmups? How do you prepare for a game mentally? So I'm like getting ready. In the team room and stuff, everyone's like, their energy is super high, so that gives me a lot of energy. Okay. But on the bus ride there, my mom actually usually texts me, like, oh, good luck, keep your stick down, um, run fast and stuff. So nice. that definitely gives me, like, things to think about on the way there. Yeah. And, like, right when I'm going out, I'm like, all right, got to do this. I got to keep my stick down, keep my head down on driving the ball, and, like, just give the person space when they're coming down the field so I can shadow and, like, jab and stuff. Sure. So, yeah. And how do you respond to mistakes? Uh, you know, we talk about it a lot with our Athletic Leadership Council about, um, you know, to try and play present and trying to play in the present moment and not dwell on mistakes or when you mess up. Yes. Is there something yeah. that you do or something that you feel like how you keep yourself locked into the game regardless of your performance? So, like, you just have to keep going. So I was actually at indoor practice um, yesterday night. And I went down the field and I was going around the end line and I actually passed it up to the one girl and the one girl didn't get it. Um, the other team got it and they had a breakaway and I just, and I was playing defense at the time and I was all the way up at the other end line. So I had to sprint as fast as I could back, knowing that I was in, not in my position and I had to get back and re, like get and re, like reposition myself sure. to get back in my position to play defense against them. Got it. Got it. So it's, it's basically, uh, trying to stay present in that yes. moment, regardless of the performance. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, what about your individual work? Obviously, you're working out with, with Souderton in, in the summertime, in the late summer, in the fall. Then you jump right into strikers. Uh, but what about when you're not with those teams? Like, what does it look like for you? You, you did allude to, like, maybe running around, you know, yeah. sprints or whatever, miles. So I actually, like, during the summer, we don't do a ton during the summer. We do leagues at night and stuff. But I don't personally think that's, like, enough, like, physical. Like, that's enough field hockey, but that's not enough physical exercise for me mm. so I feel like mm. I have to do more in the morning and so I usually go out for a run it's pretty it's actually a pretty long run um like how long like two miles three miles I do like five to eight miles that's awesome yeah so and what do you do just like listen to music or I just go? listen to music like think about things and like you can just run around yeah. um I run around Harleysville and there's a lot of trails like around um valley I can go around the bike path and stuff around yeah. there so I do a lot of that. I've actually recently gotten into lifting. And so over the winter break, my sister was helping me lift um, some. Where were you guys lifting? Just in my basement. We just used the awesome. bars that I made. Yeah. Um, so that's like my exercise in the morning. But then at night, like occasionally, like once or twice a week, we'll have like field hockey at night. And I think that's like extra, like on top of physical ex exercise, because I feel like staying in shape is um, – very important and stuff. Yeah, 100%. Yes. 100%. And field hockey is a tough sport where, like, you don't just grab your stick and a ball and go in your backyard. Are you able to do stuff like that or no? So you're, like, you're able to. The grass definitely makes it a ton harder. Sure. Um, 
So occasionally, like, like the carpet's actually pretty decent compared to turf. So yeah. occasionally I'll go in like the family room and just dribble around cones and stuff. Nice. But um, we try to make it over to Doc right now. They're like, I think they're closed. I'm not sure though. Um, but we try to go over to Doc in the summer and we will drive balls. We'll hit each, like, each other balls. We'll play 1v1. With your sister? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Now she plays, like, you'll go 1v1, she'll play defense, you'll be offense, and you'll yeah. switch, or just yeah. you're just offense all the time? No, so she'll just put, like, no, we, we switch because we both kind of play defense. Yeah. I kind of play offense. She Like, every position has, like, defense and offense, no matter where you are on the field. So you have to know both positions and both playing styles, like, when to go forward with the ball and when to, like, play defense. Yeah. You have to block when they're like hitting it out of the defensive end on offense. So either way, even if I did play offense like normally, I would still have, need to know how to play defense. Sure, sure. Um, has field hockey always been your sport? Like when did you start playing field hockey? And like did you play other sports growing up? So my like first time I picked up a stick was like probably when I was two because my sister, <laughs> my sister like played and she was three years older than me so she was in kindergarten she started the league and my mom coached her so she would bring me to practice and I could just hit the ball around nice. I didn't really know what I was doing but I still hit it around I started my league when I was in um the Indian Valley League when I was in kindergarten and I've been playing and that went through sixth grade and I had been playing that until sixth grade in fourth grade I think I started indoor and I've been playing that like till now and I still play it um I started soccer as soon as I could I think I was like three or four years old and I just quit that recently in seventh grade and I played lacrosse from second to like till now wow so. can we get you back out on lacrosse field here we could use you <laughs> I do play yeah. I do play lacrosse. oh that's right I do play yeah here. yeah um so uh so so the soccer piece I guess must have been tough like you had to make a decision where yes. soccer field hockey seventh grade uh, was same, my decision they're year. the same yeah. season so what, what, yeah. what uh assisted in your decision making well, I kind of looked up to my sister a lot because she was like a really hard worker in field hockey. I came to her games and I'm like, wow, I wish that could be me on the field. And I didn't know how close that was going to like come, like how fast it was going to come. But now I'm out there and I'm like, I'm glad I made this decision because I really looked up to my sister and looking out like and say, seeing that she was on the field once and now I'm on the field playing like her positions and stuff. That's like, it's just crazy to think that like I'm now being her like spot. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's it's it is funny, especially like when you're on defense, because that's when I that's how I remember your sister, um, and I really remember your sister for for being a vocal leader, you yes. know, and she just managed that back line, and she would tell people where to go, and she did it in a way that people listened, you know, she yes. elicited followership with the way, because you always knew that she was going to work hard, yeah. So it was easy, like she's easy easy to listen to. Do you see yourself? Because I saw you uh, for a sophomore uh, talk to people on the back line, talk to people on the midline. Yeah. Do you see yourself kind of morphing into more of a vocal leader in the next two years? Yes, I do see myself. Like, because I was kind of timid when I came into freshman year, so um, I didn't speak as much, but I definitely tried to. It was hard to, like, like trying to come up to Juliana's expectations and stuff. So I'm trying to become, like, more of a vocal leader. Even on the Kutztown field, she's act like, you can still hear in the stand, like, from the stands and stuff. I'm like, wow, she is loud. Yes. So um, that's definitely something like I'm trying to work harder on start, like because it's hard to be in the game and thinking about like, oh, I should help this person as well. So it's trying like to multitask and like get all that understanding down. So I'm definitely trying to like work on this this next season. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing you grow into that role. I know you're capable of it. Um, 
how do you balance the lacrosse and the field hockey? And, you know, we've already talked about it, how you're already doing the indoor at nights, you know, in, in January. So like, um, are you able to do stuff for lacrosse uh, preseason or you just kind of just play during the season? So actually, um, we have four days a week right now. So I've seen you in the weight room. With the yeah, team. yeah. So, so you're able to do that plus the indoor. Yeah. So I go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to lacrosse and um, Tuesday and Thursday night. I do have field hockey practice, but that's after lacrosse practice. So I'll go from lacrosse practice to field hockey. Practice. Gotcha. And if you had a choice, you'd rather play field hockey than lacrosse or is it? Or um, it depends like one on more what, the, what kind of like it is. Like if it's just a field hockey practice over a lacrosse game, I'd go to the lacrosse game because a game is more important than a practice. Gotcha. But if it's like a field hockey tournament over a um, lacrosse game, because I don't, I don't really go to lacrosse tournaments. I'd rather choose a field hockey tournament because there's a lot more games in lacrosse. Got games. it. And what position? Yeah, because you didn't play last year because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. What, what position are you going to play this year? Do you think for lacrosse? Um, probably mid because I, I like mid. I'm not. Yeah, I think I like med and it's like a lot of running and I like running. So. Yeah, and are you thinking JV, varsity, swing? I want to be on varsity, but like JV was also fun last year. I had a lot of fun with the friends, my friends and stuff. So. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I think it's good for our student athletes to hear someone that's had such success on the field hockey field still playing lacrosse. You know, we love yeah. the multi-sport athlete that still uh, tries to max out their experience here at Southerton. Um, this has been awesome. I think. Uh, I, I always like hearing about our student athletes experiences and, and what, yeah. what kind of shapes them and what, what drives them before we let you leave here. We do have five quick hitters that we ask all of our guests. <laughs> okay. So the first one is we did talk a little bit about pregame, how you get hype in the, uh, in the team room, but what's your favorite, do you have a favorite pregame song? So I don't really have like favorite song. There's definitely a, like a few that like are really like pump, like pumped up and like give the energy off to like the bus and stuff. Um, but like, is there a song that you guys always play on the bus? They do play, like, I think it's called Power. And there's a few other ones I don't really know the name of because they just play it on their playlist. And gotcha. I'm, I haven't been responsible of the playlist. So gotcha. they just have, like, their own playlist that they play. Mostly the seniors are okay. the ones that make the playlist. Gotcha, gotcha. So Power. I'll have to look. Is that Kanye West? No. no. I, don't think, I don't know what it's called. All right. I'll ask one of the seniors. Uh, favorite food? Doesn't have to be pregame. If you, if you could have your uh, – something you the meal that you love most tonight what is it tacos i definitely tacos. have tacos got it got it <laughs> do you ever have tacos here at the school no they make a good taco believe it or not uh favorite professional athlete um i don't really watch a lot of professional sports and i don't like i know like my brother will come downstairs and he's like have you heard of this guy i'm like no I yeah. really heard why of don't him. you watch any sports i don't watch any sports either the only sports i watch are salad i, I just think that's like a lot of time to put in like to just watching tv when like you could be outside like putting in your own effort to like work on your own skill and i stuff. love that for our listeners that sit and watch football all sunday long for our student athletes get outside work out um uh where do you hope to be in in let's say five years so you're playing field hockey now you're playing lacrosse uh do you want to play either in college where do you see yourself in five years so if i'm going to be like in college in five years i w definitely want to go to college for field hockey okay um i would like to go like d1 but if there's like a like i'd rather i could go d3 too because there's definitely a lot of pros in d3 you can go like study abroad and this classes sizes are smaller and um the team might um like bond well it depends like sure. who's who's um the coach i really like and yeah. 
depends where I'm going to go and stuff. So I definitely want to go to college for field hockey. And I kind of see myself as like going into biology or a business um, view on the healthcare um, side. God. So like something with like vaccines or nice. um, selling like medical like devices. Uh, yeah, medical devices. Some something with that. That's awesome. Um, well, I think it's important, obviously, to have those goals, and I think it's also we're lucky here uh, in that sport that you know you got a kid going to Penn, you had a kid going to Indiana, you got a kid yeah, going to UVA. Yeah. So like you see, you see what it takes, you know, yeah. and you know what that skill set looks like, um, which is really cool. We can't say that about all of our sports. Yeah. Um, Last but not least, uh, like I said, you came on the scene as a freshman and added impact right away um, and, and did it on a very good team, one of the best teams yeah. you've ever had. Uh, if you could rewind kind of two years ago, would there be any advice that you would have for like your eighth grade self coming into high school, um, whether athletically or yeah. just anything? Well, just like work as like in first school wise, work as hard as you can. Grades like people like grades don't matter. Like grades do matter, mm. especially when you're like looking at money wise, like going into college. If you have good grades, you'll get more money to go to college, especially in the scholarships and stuff. Yes. Um, sports wise, I definitely think like just try your hardest. Work like work out. Um, put the extra work in. Like those extra thirty minutes to do your like skills or something will like add up to mm. make bigger things. Like my um, lacrosse coach definitely definitely says like every little bit counts if you don't touch the line that's gonna like add up to like show like you're not as good as everyone and like you're not it's gonna push you to like if you're gonna go touch the line go touch the line it's gonna add up to make bigger things oh i love that philosophy and you know anyone that knows you knows that you put in the work and shout out to coach lamarca our lacrosse coach every little bit counts i like that philosophy yeah. it, it definitely <laughs> adds up it's a compound effect you know if we put the work in each and every day uh, that will compound to, to being a more effective player, yeah. a more successful player. And, and we've seen it come to fruition with your game. So thank you for your time here today. Yeah. Thanks for jumping on this call um, and have an awesome day. And hopefully we will see you out on that lacrosse field this yep. spring <laughs> sooner rather than later. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You got it.